Hey, everyone. Thank you for following along on the Business Project Podcast. We really appreciate you guys for, for just being with us. And if you're like me, you want to learn more. So here's what you do. Go to thebusinessproject.com and sign up for all these amazing resources we have there. This will give you more step-by-step guides and more courses that you can take to help your business be successful. So go to businessproject.com today and sign up. And it, it shows also that you have taken time to figure or get to know their business exactly. versus just walking in and being like, hey, <laughs> exactly. what's up? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It shows you care. Yeah. You know, it shows you did a little, you, you know, you have a, some type of care and you're, you want to learn about them because, um, you know, what, what we said in a couple podcasts ago, like I love that we're referencing other podcasts as well, is that um, people do business with those that they know, like, and trust. Yeah. Business Project Podcast. Business can be complicated. We break it down so regular people like us can understand and find success. I'm John Crespo, accountant and consultant. I'm Casey Bryant, marketer and event planner. If you run a business or want to run a business, welcome to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the final episode of our sales series. Yes. Oh it's been God. a really good series. It has been a really good series. Um, I learned a lot from it. I did too. Definitely. And I'm going to implement a lot of what we learned mm-hmm. because I think, uh, you know, we can talk about the ways to uh, get a sale, get a lead, close the lead and all that good stuff. Um, but what's good is it if we don't implement it? That's the hard part. Right. Yes. Implementation. Execution. So pick something. If you haven't listened to the rest of the sales series, go back and listen to it. We're going to do a summary series too that comes out. Next week we'll do a just quick 30-minute summary of the whole thing, picking the best part. So if you don't have time, you can listen to that. But pick something today and implement it. Take a step forward. Don't just sit here and and listen and listen and do nothing. Yeah, I mean, especially if you want to grow your business, right? You want to increase sales. You have to put the work in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is an important part of your business. Yeah. Probably one of the most important part For is sure. sales. And then this, we're talking about closing. Yes. So closing is, you can talk about your product or your service all day, but if you can't get your client or customer to... Show me the money. Pay up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then what good, is you, what good is it? Yeah. Right. So there's there's a there's a method to the madness, right? There's a method to um, presenting your product or service, and then there's a method to getting your client or prospect to actually commit. So what is the method? So the method is closing. Closing. Yeah. So we how do we do it? We talked about the other ones, right? We talked about the lead generation. We talked about the importance of um, systems systems in place to to um, just follow that and and um, track it. And um, now it's time to, to talk about, hey, we've created this, we've created the lead, we've spoken about our product. I know we're going to go into relationship, right? The importance mm-hmm. of the relationship piece of it, but we've started building those relationships. Um, and now we have to show why you need it, the value. And close get it. Commit. Yep, yep. The closing. Commitment. Whew. Yeah. So what do you think? It's uh, Should we go into just stuff to do when you're getting someone to actually yeah. make that. How do you do the close? 
So somebody's maybe interested. Mm-hmm. How do you get the clothes? I think I think an important part leading up to this, like you had said, is building the relationship. You don't want to just walk in the door. We we have new salespeople that we just brought on. We just hired three new salespeople for what? not the business project, but my other company. And we're doing a lot of training on sales. And so I'm the, like in the in the nitty gritty of this right now. And the they just I think you get nervous and you're just like I just want to get it over with and so they don't really they're passionate about the product that's the thing too is mm-hmm. you have to bring on people that understand your vision and that it's not just um, not and not just a sale for them it's like right. they really really see how this product or service can change this person's life and so um, but they want to go in there and they're like ask for it right away, Mm -hmm. right? Walk in and they're nervous and this is what we have and this is what you should do without building the relationship. Building that relationship is the first step. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because, uh, all right, you take the time building the relationship as you're speaking and as you're listening. I think that the part of relationship building is, um, and I think a lot of salespeople mess up when it comes to this this piece of it because they they vomit, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know that's a little nasty when you think about it, but it's like they just talk, 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 nonstop. Um, And don't allow your client or your prospect to do most of the talking. I think the part of relationship building that is lost is the fact that, and I think we mentioned this in in the previous podcast, is you have two ears and one mouth for a reason, right? You want to listen more than you're going to speak Mm -hmm. because that's how you're going to find out what the need is. You're going to find out how that need and your product or service relate and then how you can uh, um, provide that value to your client. Yeah. Cause you don't even know what their pain point is until you've listened, until you've asked questions and listened. So you go in, you have a list of prepared, prepared questions. Our questions, we, we sell to local businesses. And so our questions are, you know, what, and, and it's gotta be genuine too. You can't just go in and ask a question just to ask a question, but um, you know, what are, what are, how long have you been open? What have been some challenges as you opened? You know, what do you feel like is stopping you from growth? You know, things like that. And, and that way they also feel like you're not just selling them something just to sell them something, but you've really listened to what their need is. And during that time also, you got to listen for their pain points, right? What is, what are their pain points? Because that's, what's gonna, gonna sell them, right. not just, telling them some random product that you offer and they're like, Oh, okay, great. Well, I don't need that. Right. Yeah. And along with that, I think I want to take it even one more step back is, um, before even going to speak to a client. All right. So now let's think about sales this way, right? Not retail. I'm not talking about retail where you have a storefront and people come into your store, right? And you're selling a product into your store. I'm talking about when you have to go out and actually, um, get a sale for a service or something, right? Because those are, those are two different um, styles, and we can get into it a little bit, but they're two different styles. So when you're going out, when you're actively, proactively going out and seeking um, to sell your product or service, you got to prepare, right? Bef- you're not going to be able to close without proper preparation. Yeah. So let's just say for your, your new salespeople coming in, they should be planning their day to say, I'm going to go and visit these five stores today. But before I go to these stores or these companies, I'm going to check their website out, check out their social media. You know, I'm going to do a little bit of research on them so that I can maybe pick out some things that we can help them with, Mm -hmm. but also learn about that business. 
So when I go in there and I'm building that relationship, the conversation can be, um, you know, relational. So I'm going to talk about things that is going to get them to break out of their shell, break the wall down and not have a problem having a conversation with me. Yeah. And it, it shows also that you have taken time to figure or get to know their business exactly. versus just walking in and being like, Hey, exactly. <laughs> what's up? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It yes. shows you care. Yeah. You know, you shows you did a little, you, you know, you have some type of care and you're, you want to learn about them because, um, you know, what, what we said in a couple podcasts ago, like I love that we're referencing other podcasts as well is that um, people do business with those that they know, like, and trust. Yeah. Right? And if you come in there um, getting to know someone, right, focusing on getting to know someone, they're going to end up either liking you or not. That's okay. Maybe the personalities clash. But then the trust builds up there because they know you're not coming in like a used car salesman. Yeah. We don't want that. Not at all. Another, so I will say, though, you had mentioned that going out and talking to businesses or if you're, if, you know, you, your customers are not businesses, they're regular people. It's the same thing, right? Um, if you're selling vacuums door to door or whatever, it's all the same. It, it all works out. But um, the people coming into your store, if you're selling a product or service in your store, it's actually, I feel like, the same thing because... Um, you still want to be able to ask them questions so that you can learn how to serve them well. Say, for example, you are a boutique, a kid's boutique, and somebody comes in and they're looking around your store and, you know, they're, say they're tired of doing diapers. They're so tired of wasting diapers, you know, and if you ask them questions, you can figure out what their pain point is and then suggest a product that can solve their problems. So I think it is very sure. similar. There is similarities because um, if you're opening a storefront, right, and your people are, and you want people to come into your store or you're speaking to people that come into your store, you've done your market research, right? You know who your target, who your target market is. Um, so when they're coming in, then you kind of know how to, how to um, kind of steer that conversation because it's based those people are coming into your store because you're providing something to that market. Right. Um, so you can steer your conversation. So that, that research piece is still there. It has mm-hmm. to be done. And that's how you can um, control your conversations. Yeah. I love it. So we talked about last podcast about overcoming objections. So if you guys didn't listen to that, we're not going to go into all of the all of that because we did it already. So go back and listen to last week. But we, we specifically just want to talk about the close yeah. today. So what happens, somebody is interested, they're, they're ready to go, like, let's talk about that. How do, we, how do we close? What happens at the close? Yeah, so once you've built that, con- once you've built that relationship, right, because the whole purpose of building the relationship is searching out keywords, right, searching out pain points um, that you're going to address, Right. Because then your product or service is providing that's where you're showing the value of your product or service. And if one of them is where uh, your potential client is looking for a time saving feature, you know, for instance, I'm not a good marketer. Right. And um, I need help just marketing my stuff. I could spend hours trying to figure out um, what post to make or, or, or for social media, what kind of video I should do and things like that. Right. Um, so if I'm selling that service market to somebody like me. I'm, I'm hearing that I need to focus my time 
Mm-hmm. On getting time more clients. Time is the key word right yeah, there. Time, mm-hmm. exactly. I need to focus my time on getting more clients. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna live on that time, right? My, my close is, what if I can save you three hours a week? What would you do with those three hours? Yeah. Right. How many clients can you speak to in those three hours a week to generate more revenue for your business? So you want to use their own language to solve their problem, exactly. to pitch your product or service. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, you get them to, to open up and you say, well, you know, with the good thing about that is I can save you those three hours and this is the, here's, here's how I'm going to do it. We're going to do this, 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 and that for you. It's going to take away you having to do this, you having to do this, you having to do that. Right. How's that sound? If it sounds good. Hey, sign on the dotted line. Yeah. We'll and start tomorrow. Don't be afraid to ask for what you're worth. Right. That's, we've talked about that plenty of pen, in past Plenty in past podcasts. <laughs> Plenty in past podcasts. Say that ten times fast. <laughs> yeah. I can't. No. We've um we've yeah, we've talked about that lots before is know your worth. Don't be afraid to ask for what you're worth and show me the money. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You want what I got? I got I can help you. Now it's time to pay up. Exactly. Yeah. I mean you should go in there knowing your pricing already, right? You should go in there understanding, hey, this is what we this is you know, what we're charging for, whatever, um, so that you can, it's clear as day when you present it to the client for the clothes. But I think some people are, and I, I can include myself in this. Some people are like, well, it's like, they feel bad for presenting their pricing. They feel bad for asking that. Yeah. And if you're, if you've done your research and you know that what you do helps and is worth that, which hopefully you have done by this point, then you shouldn't feel bad. Be confident about asking for what you're worth. Yeah, exactly. Why would you feel bad? When you're presenting a value. Yeah. You know, because in, in essence, you're not taking money from someone. You're giving them something back. Yep. Right? In that scenario, you're giving someone back their time. And time has, has a value to it. Right? So I, I guess what one question you can, if you're giving somebody back their time, is ask them how much, hey, what, what's an hour worth to you? You know, $100 an hour, $7,500 an hour. And if you can save them that much if you could save me three times that in a week, yeah, then you can even do the math. Hey, I'm going to save you thousands of dollars a year because I'm taking this off of your plate. So I think that it's good if you guys haven't, if you're not, if you haven't really gotten into sales or if you've dabbled in it a little bit and you're not successful or what we hear all the time is, you know, I, I did really great for the first two years of my business and now I'm at a point to where, you know, I need to um, it's kind of gone stagnant. So what's the next level? And usually the answer to that is sales, yes. some form or fashion um, or marketing. And so I think um, being, you know, being prepared, knowing your target market, coming up with a list um, and then, you know, think of the pain points, especially if you've been mm-hmm. in business for a while, you probably hear the same pain points over and over again. For us, you know, with small businesses, it's always, I need more customers or I need more money. <laughs> like yeah. That's the two things for the most part. And so know, know your pain points and then know ahead of time before you talk to them, how your product or service can solve those pain points. That's right. For the them. value. That's the value. Mm-hmm. The value proposition is that, you know, how you're, how you're solving their pain points. Yeah. Um, so important, so important. And another thing, you know, you got to look at, we were talking about your business can be stagnant after two years, right? Sales and marketing should be something that you're always focused on. Um, and on the, even in like times like this of uncertainty that we're in, right? We're, we're in a recession. I don't care what they say in the news. We're in a recession, right? 
that's when you double down on sales and marketing, you know, because you want to continue to reach people are still spending, even though we're in a recession, you want to continue to reach them. Yeah. Right. So you have to be able to focus on that process and continue to speak about what your product or service and provide the value and look for the close. Yep. So great. So let's talk a little bit about following up because that also I think is an important part that connects with the closing Mm -hmm. and then, and then we'll be good. That'll be the end of the sales series. Then you guys are ready to go out. Yeah, this is good. Make millions of dollars. I hope so. You do share some with me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trying to go on vacation. And this kind of goes online. I mean, if you're just an online business, some of you guys are probably like, oh, well, this doesn't apply to me because I just, I sell online. It's very similar concept. It's yes. like, you don't want to just, when somebody comes to your website, you don't want to just be like, bam, buy this. This is our product. You want to build that relationship with them. Same in social media. Social media, you don't want to buy this, buy this, this is our product, do this. You want to build that relationship with them. You want to figure out what their pain points are Mm -hmm. and you want to speak to their pain points. So this isn't just in person. This is, this works online as well. It sure does. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And then the, um, so there's the, there's the closing. We spoke about closing and then you transition over to the, let's just say either onboarding or follow-up process, right? Which is all under the follow-up window. So you're either, Going to bring in your client in communication with whoever is next in line after they sign on the dotted line, whether it's the register, right, or it's someone that's going to help them get onboarded into your company, right, Mm -hmm. for the service that you're providing. So you're following up in that communication process um, or you don't close the deal at at that time, right? You want to make sure that you stay top of mind with them. Let's say they want to really, they're interested, but they want to think about it. Or they got to talk to their spouse, you know, that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you want to make sure that you're you're following up. You have a cadence, they call it, right, where you're following up with that client so that you're staying top of mind. It's usually a couple days after you have that initial convert, that, that final conversation. A couple days later, they want to, there wants to be some type of follow-up, whether it's a text, phone call, or email. Yeah, so what you're saying is that you need two follow-up processes. Yes. Two completely separate follow-up processes. One is for people that you don't close. The second one is for people that you do. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And so when you when you do close a business and you do that follow-up, um, that again, that should all be laid out in systems. You shouldn't be right. once you close your first business, if you guys are brand new or once you close something, if you don't if you're always having to recreate the wheel every single time you close a new customer, then you're wasting a lot of time. For so sure. having some sort of system set up to where before you even go to sell your first sale, when we close somebody, these are the steps, these are the things that happen to make sure that they're taken care of. Yeah, exactly. If you close someone, send them a welcome message. Someone, a thank you for joining the family type of message. An intro to whoever's going to take over or an intro to what to expect with the product or service that they, that they got from you. And then you plug them into your, um, you know, your drip campaign, you know, where you're still send, where you're sending them valuable information on a, on a, time frame right um so you, you're you're that way you're constantly staying in communication with them and then the ones that don't that don't close at that spot you have that couple days later that follow-up message whether it's a text a phone call or email saying hey i know we didn't make it to the finish line here just want to reiterate the value that we're going to provide for you if you do decide to jump on and then you know do another one so it should be like the the way they cut the way they call cadence is the amount of time in between communication, right? What's your cadence? And it's typically, if you haven't closed a deal, 
first cadence should be like a couple days, like two to three days later, and then a week, right? And then you, and then if, it, if it's not, nothing still has, you know, if something it still hasn't closed, then you go to like every two weeks or a month, and you know, and you, and you slowly um, separate it. Until, you know, then, you, then you'll decide who's going to close and who's not. Yeah. You make a decision at that point. But still kind of be fresh in their mind. Um, and a, a lot of this can be automated, by the way. Almost all of this can be automated. Exactly. Just having systems in place to where, you know, you put them on this list. When one of the systems, so we use Trello mm -hmm. to keep track. There's a checklist and you can have time lists and like assign people to it. So Trello is really nice. Um, and when we add a card to our follow-up Trello, it automatically creates the checklist. So literally we just type in the name and then it, bam, yep. everything we need. And then um, our constant contact mm -hmm. is the email system that we use. So that goes in, they get put into a certain thread that we already have laid out. And I know this is maybe intimidating. I know probably 90% of businesses honestly don't have a system. Yep. They just do it. And then whatever they feel like for that day, then they do it. And right. It, it, it's a lot of preparation in the beginning. It's a lot of work in the beginning, but I guarantee you're going to save so much time and you're going to have a lot more opportunities by doing it this way. Most definitely. I mean, truly successful businesses have a solid follow-up process. Mm -hmm. Like you have to not even, and it's not just to, um, to close the deal, but after you close the deal, you want repeat business too. So it's like staying in communication with your clients um, so that if you're selling a product, you want to sell them more, right? You want them to keep, Keep um keep that relationship going. Keep buying from you, or if you're having that service, you know, and your service is a year contract, you want to make sure they re up, mm -hmm. right? By staying in, com in communication. So using using those tools and those systems, you mentioned Constant Contact, which is great, and Trello. There's also HubSpot, mm -hmm. another one. Uh, so there's a bunch of systems you can utilize. Um, Salesforce, I know, is really big. Salesforce is a big mm -hmm. one. Insightly. Mm -hmm. So having you gotta think about. How do I really want to grow my business? What's my vision for it? And then what tools do I need to implement to make that happen? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the tools that work well do cost money. But you think if you use this tool and you close one extra sale a month by using this tool, it'll be all worth it. Probably pay for exactly. itself and some. So Exactly. It's an investment, yeah. not, a, not an expense. Exactly. I always, I always say that. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> All right. That's all we got for you guys. Yeah. That's the whole sales. That's all the sales stuff. We love to hear from you guys. So if there's something specifically that you want us to get into, feel free to shoot that over in a comment or a message, message us on social media. And we would love it if you guys left us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Please. wherever you're, wherever you're watching, those make a big, they make a big difference. Yeah. I think reviews, you know, that that's what really gets us out there to other people. You know, if we're providing value to you, leave us a review because then not only is it going to provide value to you, it's going to provide value to somebody else that can utilize this information to help their business. Exactly. Work with us work as we with work us. with you. So the next week we're going to do a summary of the entire sales series. It'll be, you know, 20, 30 minutes, just recap of everything we talked about. And then we're going to get into our summer short series, mm -hmm. which oh, is yes. Yes, that's right. all of July will be. Maybe August <laughs> will be, we've had some requests for like, just, Hey, just give it to me in like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. I want to cover this topic, this topic. If you guys have any topics you want us to cover in our summer short series, make sure you let us know. Yeah. It's going to be good. Mm -hmm. Enjoy your summer.
Yes, because we will be. We will be. <laughs> All right. See y'all. Y'all, peace out. We'll see you Bye-bye. later. much for listening to the business project podcast we have lots more for you it doesn't end here head on over to the businessproject.com if you are a new business we have a free course for you it's simple steps to launch your business it goes over from beginning to end everything that you need in order to be successful in your business launch and if you are an existing business we have the five things that you can do to get more customers for zero dollars these are completely free for you it costs you absolutely nothing so head on over to the businessproject.com right now and check it out